We've got a report into the impact uh, economic return of the Women's World Cup, as in football. We ended up with a net benefit of $109.5 million. That's basically for every dollar in, we got a dollar thirty-four back. The MB New Zealand Major Events Manager, Kylie Hawker-Greensworth, this morning. Good morning, Mike. How solid are these numbers? We think these numbers are pretty solid. The uh, cost-benefit analysis applied is a pretty robust theory. It's, uh, it's one that's used by Treasury, and we've spent a decent amount of time, or in fact, Freshant, so our independent advisors have spent a decent bit of time um, making sure that these numbers are accurate before we release them today. How non-specific is the component, like branding, goodwill, vibes, imaging, advertising, all that stuff? Is there a lot of that yeah. in there? There's some solid hard numbers in there, and you're right, we do apply a monetary benefit, uh, or a monetary value, I should say, to some of those more intangibles. The real facts are, though, you know, there was de- definitely $182 million odd additional expenditure in New Zealand during the tournament time. $80 million of that brought in from international visitors. Those are hard numbers. Mm-hmm. We also do uh, attribute some of the costs against that. So this isn't just a this isn't just a shiny report. We do acknowledge that there are costs against delivering this tournament and they've been taken into account to provide that net benefit figure uh, to the country of just under 110 mil. I don't want to be a Grinch, but 109 doesn't seem like a lot of money. I mean, obviously it is a lot of money, but this was one of the biggest events in the world and you collect $100 million out of it. I would have expected hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, maybe that is a bit crunchy. We're pretty happy with the $109 million, to be honest. I think the cost-benefit ratio for every dollar the government invested, we returned $1.34 to the New Zealand economy at a time when arguably the economy could do with a bit of a boost. And July and August, not exactly a thriving time for, for some areas of the New Zealand uh, you know, tourism economy. So we're really happy with those numbers. Uh, we didn't uh, deliver this event purely to make a profit for the country. There's a whole lot of social um, sporting benefits, et cetera, that are going to extend far beyond that investment return. That return, so a buck in a dollar thirty-four back, is, is that enough for us to make this a thing? So in other words, we chase events. We look at events and we go, yep, it's now worth it, and we, we, we should be in the business of actively chasing them. Yeah, well, I am in the business of actively chasing them. That's what we do at New Zealand Major Events. So we are always on the hunt for a major and mega events that we can attract to New Zealand that will deliver, like I've just said, both those economic benefits but also those social um, benefits. So that we are always looking and we're always hunting for what the next sort of big event could be. We're looking forward to co-hosting the T20 World Cup um, in 2028 and we've got plenty of things happening between now and then as well. Terrific. Kylie, go well. Kylie Hawker-Green, who's with uh, MB this morning. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.